So welcome once again, and Merry Christmas. Um, my name is Nathan Detweiler. I'm the senior pastor here at the church, sometimes guitar player, sometimes mandolin player. So thankful that you joined us as we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Came and divided history from B.C. to A.D., which is a wild thought. Uh, caused a ripple, made a big difference through history and in our lives. So tonight's passage is the birth account of Jesus Christ, found in Matthew 1, 18. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Hundreds of years before, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. They will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. The angel said to Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. For what is conceived of her is of the Holy Spirit. It is very popularly said among Christian people and pastors who are always looking for interesting ways to, spin th to say things or spin things that the Bible gives us the command or the encouragement do not fear 365 times, one for every day of the year, which sounds nice and tidy, right? The phrase even appears in our passage today when the angel says to Joseph, do not fear. For the, for the child in your inside of Mary who was conceived by the Holy Spirit will be the Savior of the world, will be called Emmanuel, God with us. Do not be afraid. This, this phrase in the Bible might not appear, appear 365 times, but it does appear quite a bit. It appears in phrases such as, fear not, do not worry, take heart, don't be anxious, do not let your heart be troubled. I went on the internet to try to do a little bit more of an exhaustive search. You know, being a, a pastor, I have all these tools at my fingertips, like Google. Maybe some of you do as well. While not always to be trusted, it can be relied upon at times. Much like many of you relied on Wikipedia in college, right? But you wouldn't tell me that, right? But the, the internet Bible nerds have broken it down by Bible translation. How many times does the Bible say, do not fear? The New King James Version, 129 times. NIV, 66 times. New American Standard, 127 times. And I know you're all dying to know what my opinion is on this very weighty matter. My opinion is that, depending on your translation and how you translate words, it appears a lot. <laughs> I would say at least 70 times in the Bible. And something that can be said of this, this idea, do not be afraid, do not fear, do not let your heart be troubled, is it is the most frequently given command or encouragement, if you will, 
given in the Bible. The most frequently given command, encouragement in the Bible. And this should give us pause as we consider this concept. If you were to ask random people what they think the most frequently mentioned command is in the Bible, I don't think they would say it is do not fear. I think they would say, Maybe it's uh, do not commit adultery. Maybe it's do not steal, do not lie, do not murder. But it's not. It's do not fear. Do not fear. Be anxious for nothing, said Jesus when he was fully grown. Do not fear, said Jesus. Do not worry, said Jesus. From the Old Testament to the New Testament to the very lips of Jesus Christ, whose advent we celebrate tonight, the words are do not fear, be anxious for nothing, do not worry. And it's no wonder that the Bible keeps repeating this concept so many times because it seems to be our natural state. A lot of times, those of us who feel like we're not, we don't worry about much, we don't carry much anxiety, upon closer reflection into our subconscious, we realize, yeah, we are carrying some anxiety. We are carrying some worries some fears. It's there. There's a sense that the bomb is going to fall out eventually. The other shoe is going to drop, Right? Um, there's unknown future. There's all kinds of things that could happen. What might happen to us? How, how might we fail in life? But I have good news, which every pastor should have to give, I think. Jesus Christ and God, the Holy Spirit, our triune God, has compassion on the fearful. The Holy Spirit has compassion on the fearful. And God is trying to show us through the advent of Jesus Christ, the coming of Jesus, God in the flesh, on Christmas Eve, this concept that you do not have to fear because I am with you. Emmanuel, God with us. Do not fear. Do not be anxious. Do not worry. For I am with you. God with us. Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. I read a news article a few days ago about a vaccine that's being created, which is being called the stress vaccine. Have you heard about this? Some of you are like, where would I find that? What's the copay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, according to Psychology Today, which is reputable, and a couple of science journals and uh, on the internet, yeah, that's what I do apparently, um, a newly discovered dirt-dwelling bacteria may be able to be converted into a vaccine which can be injected into people so they are able to be less prone to anxiety, fear, and stress. And that sounds pretty good, minus the dirt-dwelling bacteria part of it. And I wonder, how did they make this amazing discovery? Like, who ate the dirt and felt better? I mean, I don't know. So the vaccine is still in development, but I have just a sneaking suspicion that we are not going to be cured of our fear and our anxiety and worry problem by some dirt bacteria. Though it might help, who knows? I'm not going to say. Science is amazing. But we need a, a better solution to our innate fear problem. So as we've seen, the good news is that the Bible teaches us not to fear. But the, this begs the question, if the Bible teaches us not to fear, what is the basis of this command? Why should we not fear? What's the answer? What is the ground? What is the reason that we are told that we shouldn't fear? The answer is found in God's self-assigned name. God gave this name to himself. Emmanuel, God with us. The answer is found in the Christmas story which we are remembering today. Listen once again to the scripture from Matthew 
1, 20 to 23. And the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save, rescue his helpless people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. They will call him Emmanuel, God with us. The angel encouraged Joseph's fearful, fearful heart, saying, Do not be afraid. And the reason the angel tells Joseph not to fear is because the baby that is, grow, that is about to be born of Mary is the Savior of the people, is Joseph's Savior. And this Savior will be with every person that puts their trust in him. We could summarize it this way. Do not be afraid, Joseph. The Savior is with you, and he will be with you always from this day. That is what the coming of Christ, what's so radical about the coming of Christ. It's the God of the universe coming down to dwell with his people, making a commitment to us relationally to be with us. And Jesus said, uh, right before the end of his life, I am with you to the, end of the, to the end of the age. Do not fear, he said. And I believe God would say to you and me this Christmas Eve night, do not be afraid. For to those who are, believe in Jesus and have their faith in God, God is with you, and Jesus is the Savior. When Jesus was born, it was as if God was proving to the world, as if he needed to prove anything, what he had been saying all through the pages of the Bible, from the Old Testament to the New, some 70 plus times. Do not fear, for I am with you. I am committed to you. I am all in on humanity. And not only that, God was saying through the unique birth of Jesus and the, 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 the stuff surrounding Jesus' birth, I do not need your life to be pretty to come to you. I do not need it to be light to come to you and no darkness. I don't need it to be cleaned up to come to you and to show you this. But through Jesus, we see that God comes to the humble, to the poor, to an unmarried couple in poverty, born in the humblest conditions imaginable, not even in a proper room where Jesus was born. And if this is how God chose to make his appearance on the human scene, not to kings, but to poor, unmarried couple in a spare room of someone's inn, then you can be sure that God will come to us as well, no matter where we're at, no matter how humble or how low we might feel, if we only have faith and believe the good news. The people Jesus fraternized with and hung out with were the humble, the lowly, the people that needed him. Uh, Jesus was constantly turning away religious folks that didn't feel they did or felt they were self-sufficient without him, saying, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I've come for people that need me. I was watching Shark Tank late last night, which is an unfortunate habit lately. It's a very wonderful show, um, I think. So, controversial, I guess. And the millionaire investors did not seem very impressed by the product they were being pitched or convinced by it. I believe it was a sports item where you could convert any type of shoe into golf shoes by screwing metal studs into them. And they just didn't seem very impressed at first. But finally, one of the investors asked the, the entrepreneur, how much have you personally invested into this company, into the, this concept of turning any shoe into a cleat, basically? 
And the inventor said, all of my savings, around $200,000. And at this, the investors kind of snapped to attention and became interested in the product because they saw the entrepreneur was backing up his idea by putting his, his own money, his retirement, his livelihood, where his mouth was. And God has, has backed up his command and encouragement to us. Do not fear. Do not be anxious for anything. Do not worry. By choosing to come to us in the baby Jesus, who is called Emmanuel, God with us. That is as close to an all-in investment that the God of the universe, the creator, could make. Coming into his own creation, emptying himself of his God stuff, becoming a humble baby, and serving the poor. Imagine that the creator serving the creation. This is our God. God could have come in glory, crushing the fearful and the unworthy ones, whoever they might be, along the way. But instead, God came in Jesus in a humble way, born as a vulnerable flesh and blood baby, born to poor and married parents, born in a crummy spare room, to prove to us that God doesn't need things to be holy and cleaned up, before he's willing to come into our lives and do a work in our soul. He simply asks for an opportunity because God is fundamentally a gentleman. He goes where he's wanted. He does not force himself on anybody, but to the one that opens their heart to him, he comes and serves that person. It's an amazing thing. The God of the universe serves the people who open themselves to him, the humble, the poor. It recalls to mind the image of Jesus at the Last Supper when uh, they were, they were, if some of you who are perhaps know this story, the, the disciples in Christ at the end of his life, before he was crucified, got together and were sharing a final meal. And uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Jesus took off his outer garment, wrapped it, wrapped it around his waist, and began to wash his disciples' feet. And he said, now that you've seen what I'm doing, go and do likewise. You know, he, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. God came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. For the humble in heart, for the fearful, for the weak, for the ones they know they need, they need, need some help, Jesus comes to us. He gives grace to the humble. Remember the angel's words to Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. So I say to you tonight, do not be afraid. Do not be anxious. Do not fear, for a Savior has been born to you and for you, and he is called Emmanuel, God with us. Open your life to him, whether you are a believer or not. Open your life to the gentle work of the Savior. He is fully committed to humanity. And God is present with his people. He doesn't intervene from afar like some mythical God throwing lightning bolts from heaven. But is always active, sometimes in the most unexpected ways. And his actions are always aimed at saving and rescuing people who are helpless. Taking the initiative to pull people from situations that otherwise appear impossible. I, I, want, I want to share this verse with you from Isaiah 41.10. Hundreds of years before Christ was born, one of those times when God told us not to fear. It says, So do not fear, for I am with you. 
Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. For the one who is open, who acknowledges their need, God comes to that person and serves them salvation and a life of walking with him. This is our God. That's who we celebrate tonight. Praise him.